This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome back to the Betting Weekly podcast, part of the Bet Rivers Network. We've got some midweek Premier League fixtures to look ahead to and joining me to do that, as always, is the brilliant and the main man, Mr. Nigel Seeley. Nigel, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, Harry. Busy afternoon, lots of busy stuff coming up. There's lots of tennis action coming with the French Open. We've got some golf, we've got Premier League coming to an end. And leagues coming around all around Europe. So it's a really, really busy time uh, on the Bet Rivers Network. But I'm looking forward to this. Some very, very intriguing games. Lots to play for at the top of the table still. And lots to play for, more importantly, at the bottom of the table. So, uh, yeah, a big midweek card in the Premier League. Indeed. Let's start at the top of the table then. And let's start with the game on Tuesday night between Southampton and Liverpool at St Mary's. Liverpool, of course, hoping to keep the pressure on the current leaders, Manchester City. How do you see this one going? Well, if I, I think if you ask Jurgen Klopp or any Liverpool supporter which team you want to be playing uh, this week or next week of the final of the season, I think Southampton will be very, very high on your list of uh, opponents. A side that have absolutely down tools in the Premier League. They've given up. They've had the they've had the swimming trunks on. They've had the espadrilles on. They've had the sun cream on for about the last two months, haven't they? And if the Premier League went on for another couple of weeks, you know, Southampton could be probably relegated given their form. Their form is that bad. I mean, they've only won once in the last 11. I won't mention who that was against, Harry. I know I know, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a, a sore point <laughs> with you. But, um, yeah, the only one win they had was against Arsenal. Um, and they've had some big, big defeats in that as well, conceding a huge amount of goals. I mean, the defeat against Chelsea was uh, was another really, really shocking performance for them. So they really, really are a side that you want to oppose at all costs. And they're $7 to win this match. Um, even the most ardent, Southampton supporter would turn around and say, well, I couldn't bet them at that price. Uh, Liverpool come here at minus 265. Um, and this is a Liverpool side, though, that is absolutely got some big, big players who've got some injury concerns. I mean, they ended the FA Cup final after extra time and penalties. A long, long game. They've had a long, long season. And they um, they ended the game without Robertson, uh, without Van Dijk, without Salah. I'd be amazed if Salah plays. Um, I think all those three players could be fitness doubts. They're going to have to look ahead for them for the not only the final day of the season, but also the Champions League final as well. So Liverpool, but that's what they've got. They've got a big squad. And I expect that big squad to be used in this game. And whatever side Liverpool put out, I think they will get the job done. They easily beat uh, Southampton 4-0 Anfield early in the season. I know Southampton did win this fixture 1-0 last year, but I don't see anything stopping Liverpool here. Um, the total goals is quite high, though. It's, it's three and a half goals, which does really seem quite high. I think if Manchester City lost against uh, West Ham at the weekend, then Liverpool would have to try to overcome that goal difference. And I think, they, you know, you could see Liverpool winning by three or four, maybe five, you know, because Southampton have such a history of capitulating in football matches when they go down early. You know, they, they've done it against Leicester. They've done it against Chelsea this season. You know, they, they, they do 
sort of uh, lose by many goals when they, when they concede early. But I think three and a half is a high number to take. I fully expect Liverpool to win. And I think if you're looking for goals, and you're probably more likely to see Liverpool goals. Liverpool on the Asian handicap, minus one and a half at evens, is probably the better way to go rather than the three and a half goals. Because if Liverpool win 2 nil, you collect on that. Liverpool win 3 nil, you collect on that. You won't win on the on the three and a half goal line. I think for the three and a half goal line, you would probably want Southampton to contribute to the goals. And I don't think they will. Um, on goal scorers, it looks a big match for Mane. I think Mane will obviously lead the line without more than likely without Sally. You're looking at uh, Jotty, looking at Diaz. But I think Mane going back to his former club to score any time would probably get my nod. But I think if you're looking for an angle, I think Liverpool will win. Southampton, the fact their eyes on the beach, not far from where they are, their ground is down towards uh, Dorset and, and some lovely coastline in England there. And I think that's the majority of their squad has been for the last three or four weeks. So I think Liverpool will win. I think Liverpool minus one and a half on the Asian handicap. Liverpool to win by uh, two goals or more and your cash. I think that's the better option than playing the total goals at three and a half. Excellent. Let's move on to Thursday then. Big game at the bottom of the table this time for Everton who take on Crystal Palace at Goodison Park. We're hoping, obviously, uh, to pick up all three points yesterday, Everton, but it all turned sour pretty quickly. How do you see them faring against Palace in this one? Yeah, indiscipline cost them. Very similar to what happened at Leeds. Players getting sent off, um, which was, you know, when you need players. You know, at the end of the game, the game you needed to win with nine players on the pitch is, is really, really bad. I think I think the Everton and the Leeds support, support players have obviously got galvanised by the support. I mean, the, 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 the huge support that Everton have been having in these bottom games going into the final fixtures when they're going away or in their home, it's, it's, it's like they're going for the Champions League. And the same with Leeds as well. And I think the players lost their head with that sort of boiling point at, atmosphere at the ground. So Goodison Park will be rocking. It's a must-win game. If they do win, they survive in the Premier League. So it's, it's a huge, huge match. Defeat is a disaster. Um, a draw is, is okay. Um, you know, you, you've even got to rely on results going for you elsewhere. But the thing that Everton just can't lose this match. Um, they like two key players who were sent off, Rondon and um, Branthwaite. So that's a big blow for them. Um, Everton at minus 103, I wouldn't bet Everton at minus money. I really wouldn't bet Everton at minus money. Um, Palace at plus 290. Palace are in a bit of form. Unbeaten. They've only lost once in the last uh, four. So I'm unbeaten in four matches and only lost once in the last five. Um, Palace, last five of the last six games have seen under two and a half goals. Um, I think this might be a nervy game. Um, and Palace, I feel, are a better side on the road than at home sometimes. You know, they they hit teams on the counter-attack with the pace of Eze and uh, Sahar, and uh, they're, they're usually quite good for a goal on the road, but um, it's whether you, that Patrick Vieira has his side motivated, doesn't it? I mean, that's the whole key in this game. Will Crystal Palace fancy the task ahead, uh, and will Everton, and Everton, we know, have got to win, and will they be able to handle the the situation? So there's a lot of question marks about this match. Um I probably would small, slightly towards under two and a half goals, but it's not a bet betting game for me. Um, and I just, I would, I certainly wouldn't bet Everton at minus one hundred three. Um, I mean, they, they they probably will win it. They're minus money, but um, for me, I'd want at least plus one ten for an Everton victory. So I, I think we can't really play the the one player who started to play well though for Everton is Ricarlison, uh, the Brazilian, um, scoring goals, scored a pen, on penalty duties. And if they do score, I mean, he's the man who's sort of getting the goals from currently. I mean, Calvin Lewis has done nothing, linked with a, a move away to, to Newcastle, and perhaps that big move may have got to him. But um, 
I think Ricardison to score any time uh, under two and a half goals, but um, on the match markets, I, I, w- I wouldn't touch them. Cool. Uh, let's move on to Aston Villa versus Burnley. Burnley equally in desperate need for the points, uh, just like Everton. So um, do you fancy them to go to Villa Park and get something? I don't actually know. Um, I thought Burnley played really well uh, against Tottenham uh, yesterday. Um, no, they, they went there, they were bottom. They're fighting for their lives and they put in a decent performance. Tottenham were very lucky to come away with the win. It was a debatable penalty, as you know. They, they let Son had two great chances and, and Nick Pope, the goalkeeper for Burnley, pulled off two amazing saves. But second half, Burnley bossed the game. Um, the shot that hit the bar for a post from Ashley Barnes. They had chances. Um, the only thing I would say here is that these two sides played 10 days ago yep. at Burnley, at Turf Moor, and Villa won 3-1 in a game that was really, really one-sided. 10 days on from that game, Villa at home, because Burnley need to win in inverted commas, you can bet Villa at plus 110. Well, if you watch that match, there was no way that Villa should be plus 110. I think the market's overreacted to Burnley's need for the win here. I mean, they're a poor side. Uh, they're at the bottom of the table. I know they, they played well in patches uh, yeah, against Tottenham, but Tottenham the nervy as well. And I think the whole market is, is sort of debating whether... Aston Villa and Steven Gerrard will be up for it. Well, I think they will be up for it. He's his first managerial job in, in the Premier League. You want to finish as high as he possibly can. I'm hoping he's up for it because I bet Aston Villa to finish in the top half of the table. So we need a win here. And, I, you know, Burnley at plus 255. I mean, if this game was played three weeks ago, four weeks ago, Burnley would probably be plus 450, plus $5, something like that. And now they're plus 255. Villa at plus 110 is an attractive price to me. Um, given the fact that, that they did beat them easy. Ollie Watkins is scoring goals, um, ending the season very, very well. I mean, he he he's good for a goal at the moment. And they play Man City on the final day of the season, you know, trying to do uh, Steven Gerrard, trying to do his old team Liverpool a favour and Aston Villa going up against Jack Grealish. So that game is the one that's really interesting. And I think the market has got a little bit carried away with the Villa price here. I think plus 110 represents a little bit of value on Aston Villa. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Uh, totally agree with you. Uh, let's move on then to the final game that takes place uh, during this midweek card. Uh, Chelsea versus Leicester at Stamford Bridge. Any thoughts, leans, views on this one? I've got a few actually in this one. Um, you know, I, Leicester were my bet of the week last week, um, on week, weekend against Watford and the line crashed. I mean, we, we bet them at plus 120. I think they started off about minus 130 or something like that. It was a huge gamble for, for Leicester and it won easy they won easy 5-1 um, and I think this is a great time to face Chelsea I mean I really do I've, I've been sort of opposing Chelsea and getting them wrong and you know but Chelsea aren't in any form I mean they've only won one in the last five um, they've drawn a lot of games in that period they've just come through an epic FA Cup final uh, after extra time and penalties the team will be deflated absolutely deflated they really will finish in the top four and they probably will finish third because regardless of this result, they play Watford at the end of last game of the season at home and they'll be minus $5 to beat Watford. So they'll beat Watford. So really, what they got to play for, Chelsea? Nothing, really. It's not their last home game of the season. The last game of the season, they still got one home game of the season. And I think the odds of Leicester at 8-1 to one is wrong. I, I really do. I think Chelsea minus 275 is a ludicrously low odds for Chelsea to win this game. You know... When Vardy plays for Leicester, you've only got to look at their last two matches. They're, they're a completely different side. 
They won 5 1 at the weekend. Vardy got two. They won 3 0 in midweek against Watford. Uh, Vardy got two. Sorry, against Norwich. Vardy got two. So they scored eight goals in two matches. And when he plays, Madison and Barnes come alive because they 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 finally got an outlet who can run onto their balls and put the goal, goals in the back of the net. At the weekend, Madison had two assists, and or, uh, in that game, and he scored again. Um, Barnes scored as well, and in midweek against um, Norwich, Barnes assisted two goals for Vardy as well. So those three play really really well together, and I think this is a great time to play Chelsea. Chelsea have got all kinds of problems now. Christensen has come out and said something today that the fans are going mad about on Twitter. Loads of players want out. They're deflated after the FA Cup final. I'm I'm loving this 8-1 to Leicester. I, I, I really love the one and a quarter Leicester on the Asian handicap. The only way you'll lose is if Chelsea win by two clear goals. And I, I can see Leicester scoring. I don't see... I really do. I think they'll score. Leicester look a very different side with Vardy. They've had a poor season by their high standards. They beat them in the FA Cup final last year, this kind of time last year. And Leicester will be looking to come strong to the season and, and do well. And they are coming strong. There's a couple of bets I like here. Vardy to score at any time in the matches, plus 275. Four goals in two matches. Great goal scoring record. Barnes to get an assist. He got two assists. But Vardy scored at nine. Nine to one. Madison to have an assist, also nine to one as well. Those three play so well together. And when them three are in the side, they're, they're a goal threat to anybody. So I'm loving the Leicester angle here. Uh, I really am. I mean, it's no, I wanted, you're going to ask me my dog of the week and I'm going to tell you my dog of the week, the bet of the week and uh, and the parlay. But um, I think you sort of know where I'm, I'm going with this one. But uh, I, I think it's, I think this, this is a perfect time to play Chelsea. Absolutely perfect. And Leicester... And even if Chelsea lost, I can't see this, the fans being that bothered. They know they're going to get in the Champions League. Watford final that season will get them in third place. It's all about Leicester's performance for me. And I don't think I don't think for one minute the difference between the two of these is minus two seventy five and minus eight and plus eight dollars. So we know that you're going to lean into that game for your dog of the week in your. No, my better week's Chelsea. It's Chelsea. No, no, I'm joking. I was going to say, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. So which bet specifically would you recommend that people should be jumping on? Well, I like all of them. I like all of them. I'm going to have a bit of peace of money on Leicester to win at eight. I'd probably have a serious bet on Leicester plus one and a quarter on the Asian handicap. Again, I'll play Vardy to score at any time at two point, plus 275. I'll play Barnes and Madison to have an assist because if Leicester score, which I think they will, Vardy is probably a, 60% chance of scoring the goal. And the assists usually come from those two players. So you're really betting on, on Leicester getting the goal. And I think they will score. Have you got a parlay for us then in this midweek set of fixtures? Not a lot you, of I games. Just, but... I'll, give you, I'll just give you a double. I'll give you a double on the parlay. Cool. I'll go Aston Villa to beat Burnley, plus 110. And Leicester, uh, plus one and a quarter, at plus 102. I think that would be the uh, the parlay. So that will pay about that will pay about and that's what it'll pay about let me get that price for you. That will pay and they won't pay that. I've got to work me work my calculator out, mate. It's all right. You've uh, got plenty I, of I, years I, of practice. <laughs> I wouldn't know where to start. I think it's about two to one. Excellent. So that double is Aston Villa to beat Burnley and Leicester plus one and a quarter. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. A three 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 to one is so that Leicester plus one and a quarter. And Aston Villa to win. That'll do me for the double. The outsider is obviously Leicester at eight to one. Opposing Chelsea again, like if you know. 
they must be deflated after the FA Cup. Two matches against Liverpool playing really, really well and then losing on, in, in extra time. I, think, I expect a very, very different Chelsea team to the one that played the pitch on the, in the FA Cup final. So I bet uh, Leicester 8-1 to one is the, um, the the dog of the week. Parley, Villa and Leicester plus one and a quarter. And the better week, uh, midweek is Leicester plus one and a quarter on the Asian handicap. Fantastic stuff. Uh, anything to add, Nigel, before we wrap up? Not many games, as we said. Uh, to run through in this midweek edition, but any final thoughts? Yeah, we're back in a couple of days for the final day of the Premier League season. It's final day of the Premier League, of the seasons all around Europe as well, with the, the Spanish league, the, the the French league, the Italian league. The Italian title race is excited up. We've got shows all the way on the Bet Rivers Network on those leagues for the final days of the season, and also it's a big week of sport outside soccer. We have the, the USPGA. Golf, the PGA Championship Golf, um, which we've got, we're doing a podcast this evening, which will be on the Bet Rivers Network probably later on today or tomorrow. And we have the French Open Tennis, the second Grand Slam of the tennis season uh, starts in Paris uh, on Sunday. So a really big week of sports in action. Fantastic. Make sure you subscribe to the Bet Rivers Network if you haven't done so already. And please do leave a like on the video. If you're listening via the audio platforms, then please do leave us a review and we'll be back very soon with more. Until then. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. 